0: Have you ever looked at your current reality and wondered if this was it? Maybe you started a business for freedom and realized now that you feel trapped behind your computer screen with no end in sight. Maybe you're wondering how to find work-life flow, worried you'll never truly experience time freedom. If so, you are not alone. I'm bringing other successful entrepreneurs onto the show to share their experience of taking back control of their lives. Join me on my journey as we build a business that doesn't hold us back and a lifestyle we don't need an escape from. My name is Jamie Coleman, and this is Mom's Freedom Maker Podcast. Hello, Freedom Makers. Today, we have a very special guest. Tina Kalura is an award-winning coach, the founder and CEO of See Yourself Grow Coaching Company, and a business growth strategist. She is a wife, mom, and a boss at everything she does. She will help you get out of your own way and into results in less than 90 days. She's been featured in Brains Magazine, For a total of 500 companies, entrepreneurs, influential leaders, and business owners recognized for their entrepreneurial success, achievements, and dedication to helping others in 2020, Tina helps motivated, driven people elevate their lives and their businesses. She helps them achieve high levels of success by focusing on their mindset, building out the strategies, and guiding them on the proper steps to take to a successful implementation. Tina you are an inspiration. (laughs) I am so excited to chat with you, but I hope we don't distract people too much as I'm about to have a baby on my lap, but life is happening over here. So Tina, welcome to the show. And I would love to start by asking what does freedom mean for you?
1: Oh, Jamie, this is awesome. Like this is like the epitome of, of mom freedom, right? (laughs) Um, (laughs) So thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, for me, freedom basically means being able to do what I want, when I want, and with whom I, I choose to. Um, it's it's basically living the life that I know I deserve without having to worry, um, you know, about you know, time, uh, because uh, I'm all about capitalizing on the time that we've been given. And there's just been so many situations in my life, unfortunate events where, you know, people have, you know, vanished out of my life too quickly. And, you know, if you ask anyone who's ever experienced tragedy, if there was one thing that you had more of with that person, they'll say it's time. So freedom is, is having the time, um, all the time in the world to do what you love with the people that you love
0: such a beautiful answer. And it is true. I've even heard, you know, when people are at the end of their life and they're looking back, that is truly the one regret. It's not taking full advantage of the time that they did have. And so how yeah. do you incorporate that into your business moving forward with that in mind?
1: So um, I am a a productivity coach. Um, So I pride myself on basically helping people identify where they're wasting their time. Okay. Because I mean, I launched this business while working a nine to five homeschooling a six year old watching my three year old turn my house into a jungle gym. Um, So if I could do it, anyone can do it. Uh, You just have to have that drive, that motivation, that passion, and you have to be super organized and protect your time, right? So time is really a gift and you could use it or you could abuse it. So I help people use it wisely.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's the key right there. It's like we all have the same amount of time every single day. How do you take the most advantage of that to really move the needle in your life? So when Mm -hmm. people find you and you're working with them towards productivity, what do you feel like their main struggles are and how do you work with them to combat that?
1: So the, the, the people based on the people that I've worked on or work with and the experiences that I've had with them, it's basically identifying where that they are spending their time. So I asked them to do like a week in review. Um, And, and it's incredible. The amount of wasted time um, that we find, I found 37 and a half hours for this one mom in one week. And she wanted to go back to school to get her degree. And I said, look, I'm like, I've just found you 37 and a half hours. So what were you doing with all that time? And she couldn't answer that question, right? It's the same thing with your money, right? So many people are frivolous spenders, right? But if if you actually sit down and you track where your money is going, you'll come to realize that you're wasting your time just like you're wasting your money, right? So the two go really hand in hand. So it's, it's helping people identify what they're actually doing with their time. It's an eye-opening experience.
0: Wow, and that's a lot of time to get back every week. Where was she spending a majority of this time that was able to be like recovered?
1: You know, the majority of the time was that time after dinner and before bed, right? So that's, that's really a sweet spot for moms, um, you know, where we could really be inefficient with the tasks that we need to complete after dinner and before bedtime. And, you know, if if you were really efficient with your activities, your planning and, and organizing what needs to get done when and how, you could end up finding a good two and a half hours every evening that you could dedicate to yourself, whether it's personal, you know, physical, mental, spiritual, whatever the case is, or on building your business,
0: because that's what I did. That's so powerful. It's like looking at your existing schedule and seeing like where are the little pockets of time that could be used more beneficially. So I love that you take that angle. And outside of more of the time management realm, where else do you feel like there's that extra space? If we remove the evening, mm-hmm. like throughout the day, where where are these other pockets of time?
1: So I'm an early riser um, and I'm, you've probably heard of Maslow's hierarchy. Um, Well, I I say my hierarchy. So I take care of myself first, Jamie. Uh, So first thing in the morning, I do my meditating, my journaling. I set myself up for success. Um, And it's usually an hour before everyone else wakes up. Um, And then, you know, in priority sequence, you know, the kids will wake up, the dogs, the husband and so on and so forth. But I find there's that sweet spot first thing in the morning. And then there's that chunk of time in the evening where you could really just dedicate time to building out whatever it is you need to build out personally and or professionally for yourself. Everything comes down to how important is it to you? Right. Priority. Is it a priority for you to dedicate this time to building your business or building, you know, the lifestyle that you truly desire? Right. Um, And then again, if you're a planner, you can plan, you know, meals for the week and not have to waste that time, you know, cooking all the time. That's that's a good another good hour and a half a day um, where, where you could actually save yourself some some additional time.
0: So true, and especially as busy moms, like that's a lot of the listeners that we have here. Mm. Ooh, this idea of getting thirty-seven hours a week back—you kidding me? (laughs) That's amazing. I I was shocked too, Jamie.
1: I was—I was shocked. I like when I saw those pockets of time. I'm like, ooh. I'm like, I wish I could have all that time, right? It's incredible.
0: And yeah. so let's kind of circle it back to the beginning because mm-hmm. I'm seeing someone, I mean, you've spoken on stages before here. You're on a podcast. You've done so many incredible things. What was that turning point for you? Like where were you at before starting this business? You said 13 years ago, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So yep. 13
0: years ago, what made you shift from the direction and the path that you were going down to starting this coaching business?
1: So for me um I had attended a seminar and they were talking about you know it was based on the book actually by T Harv Eker called Secrets of a Millionaire Mind and it was there that I got on stage for the first time and I spoke to 3000 people now I was just answering a question it was just an activity but the the rush, the energy from the room and then after I got off the stage, like the excitement from people I didn't even know based on what I, that was. That was humongous for me. <laughs> and I think that was that was a turning point. And I had attended um, that event with someone I, I highly regard. And he basically said, start your own business. He's like just go for it. He's like don't worry about, you know, the the steps that will come. Just make a commitment, set 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 the tone and and start working towards that. And I was a people leader at a financial institution here in Canada and I I loved, you know, coaching. I loved helping people achieve their goals and I thought, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to do something with this and I got introduced to the secret Uh, So got introduced to the law of attraction and vision boards and all that fun stuff. And then I found a a course that certified me in those in that category. And that that was it Um, that that propelled me into into starting
0: the business. So incredible. And so that's I feel like that's one part of the story, but there has to be a shift where you went from like normal civilian Let's just say to now suddenly business owner leader, someone who's interested in speaking on stages and on podcasts, like what made you say, okay, it is time to speak up. I've got something special that I need to share with the world. Like, what was that purpose behind this move? Oh yeah.
1: So Jamie, I had a bit of a a little breakdown in my corporate job. Um, and as I stated earlier, I had lost some people in my life, um, too soon. Um, there was a 12 year old tragic car accident, um, who unfortunately was taken from us. And that was in the month of August. Then a month later, um, a dear friend of mine takes her own life and that was September. So within a month, um, I, I lost two very important people. And I didn't realize what it did to me, uh, but it really set me into a downward, you know, I, I call it a, a walking depression uh, state, right. Uh, and then finally, I hit that breaking point and someone just asked me, "How are you doing?" And I just broke down crying and I was like, this is not this is not the life I want to live. Um, this is you know, I was dropping my kids off at 6: thirty in the morning commuting four hours a day. And I said, nope, uh, <laughs> I said that there's got to be a better, better, better life, better road to freedom. And I made the decision in 2020 to really take my business and focus on it and grow it um, to the point where I was going to say, you know what, enough's enough. And now's my time. And, and that's what did it. So through that breakdown, I had my breakthrough. Um, and it. It's it's true in a way when they say you gotta hit rock bottom to really realize um how how bad things have gotten. Um and, and it's only you who can pull yourself out of it,
0: right? Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine going through so much loss at the same time, but then using that as a way to really realize and recenter like our lives are so precious. Mm -hmm. And it seems like you're like, I got to make the most of the one that I have. Yeah. So here you are now impacting the lives of others through your coaching and helping them get their time back and their Mm -hmm. freedom. So talk a little bit more about what you do with your clients and the breakthroughs that you've seen with them, the thirty-seven yeah. hours was huge, but there's got to be more in there.
1: <laughs> yeah, so so that was that was one example. Um, and and the people that are, are coming to me, Jamie, they're, they're moms, they're, they're corporate women who are similar to us. They just want they want a different life. They're tired of you know the rat race, and and you know they're tired of missing out. On, on their families, you know, um, not feeling loved, not feeling appreciated, you know, not knowing where their relationship is going to end up. Um, and then on the flip side, I have some women who are like, you know what, I want to turn my passion, my hobby into, you know, a business. Uh, and, and those are the greatest successes I've had, uh, especially in the first year of the pandemic. Uh, one woman came to me her husband had quit his corporate job and she was, she's an artistic entrepreneur. So she was just making money, you know, painting and, and doing commissions. But now her husband's quit his job because he's miserable. She's like, ah, she's like, I need to, I need to take my business to, to the next level. And, After working with her, I helped her go virtual across Canada doing painting parties um, and she actually tripled her income. So she was my first uh, client and basically she came to me with her big idea and I broke it down for her step by step. You know, what are the different areas that you need to focus on? What are the action items you need to start taking? And week after week, we met with each other. I helped break down her barriers, her limiting beliefs, and I pushed her, you know, a little bit further into the uncomfortable zone um, where she was able to then start seeing the results she knew she deserved, right? And I helped that same woman launch another business uh, a year later. Uh, She became my virtual assistant. Uh, I just said to her, I'm like, you have such a knack for the, you know, doing social media posts and, you know, correcting my work. And I said, why don't you just launch a virtual assistant business? And she's like, what is that? I'm like, let's figure it out. And we did. And she increased that business income by 243%.
0: Very exciting. And it's, it's wild what a little bit of guidance Helping somebody kind of scoot out of their own way a little bit (laughs) will do for their life and their family, and it's pretty magical when you help somebody step into their purpose and what they're meant to do with this one precious life. So it sounds like the two of us are very much in alignment with yeah what we're bringing to the world. It's it's incredible. So when you're working with your clients or speaking on these stages. How do you reach someone to help them understand if they're in the thriving state or if they're merely just surviving?
1: So the number one key here, Jamie, is when you call someone and you say, hey, how you doing? And they're like, oh, surviving. My first question is, why are you just surviving? Right? What is causing you to think that you are just surviving? Right? Why are you not thriving? Why are you not, you know, doing things that you are passionate about? Why are you not making a list of your true desires? Why are you content with just, you know, the status quo? And I get it. There's a lot of people out there that are, but sometimes it takes people like you and I just to ask them that question right? So many people ask me, how do you do it? And I'm like, how are you not doing it? I'm like, are you in love with the life that you are living? Yes or no, right? And, and it's it just comes down to, to asking people those questions and letting them know that you are there for them. Because a lot of people are just fearful. They're They're fearful of the unknown. They don't know what steps to take. Or they're so stressed out, Jamie, that their brains are so foggy that they can't think past, you know, just getting the lunches done or just getting the homework done for their kids. Right. So then that's where people like you and I come in with the clarity and the certainty and the confidence that sometimes they need to switch from a surviving mentality to a thriving mentality.
0: It's so true. And that's something that I get the question of all the time. It's like, how do you hit record on these podcast episodes? Like, how are you able to show up in that way? And a lot of times that's the question, but there's so much to uncover that's below the surface there because a lot of times they're they're afraid of success or Mm -hmm. afraid of failure. And underneath all of that, it's like a person. has so much power and so much potential inside of them and it's almost like they're so conditioned to not see it for themselves sometimes Mm -hmm. like just asking the right questions and guiding them through this journey it's transformative in and of itself right
1: yeah absolutely and you know um i i have six steps uh that i always share uh with my clients on how to make your vision a reality and these are the six steps um, that 8% of the people in this world are using in order to achieve their goals each, each year. Um, so if you want, I can actually share them uh, here with you. Uh, if people are listening, you know, they can grab paper and pen. Um, if that's something that's okay with you. Absolutely. Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, okay, so number one, you need to begin with the end in mind. So similar to what I just said, you need to have a goal, you need to have, you know, something that you are thriving towards, right? Something that, you know, you is It's within reach, um, but just write it down, right? Begin with a, an end in mind. Number two, you need to build a support system around you. Um, so I've come to learn that every time I've had, you know, a coach or, you know, a group of people that I can rely on, that's when I tend to elevate myself. And that's when the results start to to show quickly, right? So build a good support system around you that's going to lift you up. Then you need to set specific and challenging goals um, or activities in order to achieve that goal, right? So if it's, I want to lose weight by this day, well, how much weight do you want to lose? How many activities do you want to commit to, right? So get specific with the number and the date. Uh, Then you need to recognize when you're procrastinating. Because we all do it. <laughs> and what I do, Jamie, is I actually build in time for distractions. We have kids, right? You know how easy it is to get distracted with the kids. They're always constantly wanting something. So, you know, you have to actually recognize when you're procrastinating and why are you procrastinating. Then I practice the 25-5 rule. So I will work hard for 25 minutes, and then I will pause for five minutes, okay? And it's usually to reward myself. This is number six. Reward yourself with the distraction of choice, okay? So you need to build in time for procrastination. You need to build in time for the distractions.
0: I love that one a lot because I feel like we usually just – we, me. (laughs) I will let the distractions like take hold if I'm not intentional on focusing on the task at hand. It's very easy. Yes, especially with the baby who's sitting here right now eating a box of raisins being a big (laughs) distraction to me. But yeah, it's very true. It's very true. And I think especially like circling back to number one, beginning with the end in mind is also huge. My Mm -hmm. fiance and I had a conversation about this over dinner last night when Mm -hmm. he's looking to start his own business right now. Mm -hmm. And the idea of the first few months for him is like daunting because he knows how much work goes into it. And like mm-hmm. Steve, you've got to begin with the end in mind and realize that this isn't forever. Yes, you've got to build it real quick, but then it's removing yourself and finding that freedom. And so I think if we all have that in mind, realize what you're building, even if it's just a year out. Yeah. Begin with the end in mind and keep yeah. the end in mind as you're going through the hard elements. Yeah.
1: So Jamie, right behind me, I have my vision board. Um, And and so I always start with a vision board. I'm visual. (laughs) Um, So I have a picture of a beach there. I have my mantra right in the middle, what I say to myself every morning and every night. And then I started building activities around things I want to achieve. Then I take that and I look, I'm like, okay, what, what, what are the goals here? Right? Um, how many clients do I want to have? How many speaking engagements do I want to? And, and I write it down. And over here on that side is my goals and my activities, right? So everything is laid out in front of me. And I'm always constantly focusing on my goals and my vision and, you know, what needs to happen.
0: And I feel that's something that also is easily lost, for a lot of people in the, in the world, it's like the goals might seem super unattainable, mm. but it's like when you chunk them down mm-hmm. to where you're supposed to be showing up every single day, it's actually super simple, the path to success. Yes. It really is. It's just us as humans tend to overcomplicate everything. Oh, my God. We're, we are <laughs>
1: our worst enemies, <laughs> but we could be our best asset too right? It all depends on the story that we're telling ourselves. It's too hard. I can't do this. I'm not smart enough. It's like, no, 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 Change, change, you know, the narrative, change what you're saying to yourself.
0: Right? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's funny that you mentioned this right before this, I got off of a podcast that I had filmed about how powerful the words that we use truly are. Mm-hmm. And just I mean even if you just start more intentionally listening to conversations or listening to the words that you're saying a lot of times those are our perception of reality but when we're putting that out there it's becoming our reality based on the words that we're speaking and so it's like we can choose to speak with more intention behind that we
1: -hmm. can learn
0: to shift that vision into reality so you've got this vision board behind you I believe in that as well you should see my computer background I actually redid it yesterday (laughs) Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it's like I feel there's so much else that goes into that, and I love how you add the goals and you add your activities to that because mm-hmm. I feel so often people will create the vision board, but then there's no action behind it. Yeah. So I want to see the five a.m. alarm clock. I yes. want to see the the potential course failing, and then you needing to pivot and start over. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. I want to see the actions behind that so dive a little deeper into that so we're right at the new year here Mm -hmm. somebody's created their vision board how do they turn that into a reality
1: so what i do is i take each item that's on there i transition it into a goal so what is the goal right and i actually put the number of clients that i want on the vision board I, i create a picture of it, like I use Photoshop or what have you. Um, and then from there, from the goal, I make the smart, I make the smart activities stand out, right? So how many, by when and how, right? Um, I do another activity, Jamie, I, I question myself. Um, in regards to all of my business activities, what is working? What is not working? What can I do better? right? And I check in with myself on a weekly basis. So on a weekly basis, I'm like, okay, I, I, I look at the goal. I'm like, what activities am I going to do this week that are going to get me closer to that goal, right? One to three. If you could, if you could dedicate one to three uh, activities per goal, you know, if you're just starting out, maybe it's one activity per goal per week, right? Depends how big the goal is. And, and, you know, I have my calendar behind me as well. I do this every weekend where I map out everything that I got going on for the week. And then I identify where my spaces are, right? Where are my gaps, right? And then that will also dictate my activities in order to help me get closer to where I need to be. That's how you make your vision a reality,
0: right? Absolutely. Absolutely working backwards, figuring out what you've got to do day by day, because it's one foot in front of the other mm-hmm. one step at a time. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, true. Definitely. And I feel like when you look at the vision board, all of those things that are up there could look a little bit scary.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: oh, that's a big goal. But it's really not. When you chunk it down, get real about what it takes to get there.
1: Yeah, I got to tell you, like law of attraction, like I love it. It is so powerful and it is so true. Okay, I did this vision board the second week of September and I had on there that I wanted to sponsor two to three events for for 2022 and by the end of December, I had already, I'm already sponsoring two events. (laughs) And, and these things just end up popping into my inbox, right? Or people are reaching out. So whatever you put out is what you get back. So in 2020, when I said I'm going for it, when I looked at my husband, he knew. And he's like, oh, crap. He's like, because he knows whenever I put something out, it happens, right? So my first 30 days, Jamie, I had three clients. After 90 days, I had 13 clients. And he was like, okay, slow down. <laughs> I'm like, I can't. I'm like, the universe is like telling me something, right? So energy, attention, intention, and and just, you know, allowing the right things to come into your world. Like be open, be open to
0: that. So true and so yeah. beautiful. Yeah, it's when, when you're in alignment with what you're supposed to be doing, it's supposed to be easy yes it will be met with some resistance but i feel like that's just to test you a little bit Mm -hmm. but it's supposed to line up and things like that are supposed to fall into your lap but it's i I feel like the vision board really is to make you aware so when the opportunity does present itself you know that that's exactly what you want it's just an extra level of clarity so i love that you brought that in so i Mm want to hear and i'm sure everybody here is like all right so we're talking vision boards. What's next for you? What's happening in 2022?
1: Oh, a lot of collaborations. Um so I'm actually uh teaming up with other coaches where we're going to be running 3-day summits. Uh so it's it's group coaching setting and we're focusing on, you know, discovery to to implementation. Of, of your business and everything in between, right? So it, it's packaging everything together, so it's not so hard um, for for people who are just starting out and or who want to scale. Um, so that's happening, and then I'm also working with a lot of small business owners and helping them uh, from an HR uh, operation perspective. Um, So I'm helping them grow their teams. Um, There's been a couple of small business owners that I've helped and they don't know. They're terrified. Okay, when you go from being a solopreneur to, to having to build a team, it's you know, it's knowing that you have someone in your corner that has been through it and who's there to guide you. Um, it really does make a huge difference. Um, so yeah, I'm moving into that, uh, consulting space, uh, as well. And, uh, yeah, I think that's, and, and hopefully I'll be back on stage in 2022
0: <laughs> soon. I don't know. Hopefully I think, I think you got to change that verbiage there, right? Oh it's gosh, it's gonna, it's gonna it's happen. It's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. I love it. It sounds like a lot of, a lot of growth focused, collaborations and just kind of shifting to more mm-hmm. impact. It sounds like yeah, in the new definitely. year. And Hey, with all these speaking gigs, maybe a podcast is in your future. Oh, who knows? <laughs> Well, I love it. So is there anything else you'd like to leave the audience with like a main tip or something that you feel like would really give them an action item to take with them for the rest of this week?
1: Yeah. So the first thing I want to say is trust yourself. Um, because there's so many times in our lives that we are signing contracts for who knows what, you know, for a mortgage, um, you know, for a new house, for a a gym membership, and we honor those contracts, but we never honor the contract with ourselves, right? And we never commit to sticking with what is best for ourselves. And as moms, as business owners, it's really – easy to get lost in everything else around us so my challenge to all of you is to grab a piece of paper grab a pen and really ask yourself who am i what is my mission and what is my vision for 2022 if there were no you know no opportunities for blockage in your life what is it what is it that you want to accomplish that's it just start there right what is my mission what is my vision and and what are the goals that i want to achieve in 2022
0: beautiful simple actionable i love it you guys if you are listening to this grab that pen and paper because you are the creator of your life like there are no excuses no one is coming to save you it is up to you to make moves towards the future that you are looking to design for yourself. So thank you, Tina, so much for being a part of the show today. And when this launches, the name of this podcast is actually going to be different. So we are no longer mom's freedom maker. We are aligned with purpose podcast. So I appreciate you for taking the time and to everybody listening to this, where can we find you? oh
1: uh you can go to my website uh seeyourselfgrow.com uh you could find me on all the social media platforms at seeyourselfgrow.com or you could google search me and uh and book a free zero pressure call if you need a confidence booster call uh you know i i'm always open to meeting new people and collaborating and and seeing if we can help each other grow
0: awesome well thank you so much it was a pleasure
1: Thank you so much, Jamie.